0: Welcome to the Locked On Steelers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Monday, May 10th, and we're right back at it. But the Steelers also have been back at it, signing a free agent defensive back. We're going to talk about Arthur Mollick and the new addition to the Steelers defense and where he might fit in and why I think he's a little more important than people might be thinking just seeing him signed after the draft. Then we'll get into some topic bag questions that address the secondary and really look at what the Steelers need to do before the season begins with that part of the depth chart. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, all capital letters, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Remember, Built Bar is an amazing treat that helps you get through the day. And as always, you can subscribe to the Locked on Steelers podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Odyssey, the app that used to be radio.com. Check us out there. Remember, rate us five stars with a positive comment, and you get a shout-out at the end of the show. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Hope everyone had a good weekend, got some relaxation in. Maybe you got to spend some time with your mom on Mother's Day. Happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And thank you all for tuning back in to the Locked on Steelers podcast. Let's get to the top of the Steelers news. Now, they signed a a free agent defensive back. It wasn't Richard Sherman. It wasn't Steven Nelson. There's a guy by the name of, wait, wait for it. Let me flip to the page. Arthur Mollett. Yeah. No, I I know his name because I wrote an article about him, which you can read on DKPittsburghSports.com. You can read all of my written content at DKPittsburghSports.com. But Arthur Mollett, it's a good fit for what the Steelers normally do at this part of the year. Now that the draft is over, they're looking at free agents. None of these guys count against your comp picks. And now you can say, okay, Let's get a guy who's going to stand a good chance at helping with some snaps, both with his position group and maybe even on special teams. And that's what this move is. Arthur Mollett's a guy who was an undrafted cornerback coming out of Memphis in 2017. He's bounced around three different teams, but he settled in with the Jets the last two years, starting 11 games over that time span with two interceptions and, I believe, seven pass breakups during that time. Now, what's interesting about Mollet, because you're probably like, well, who is this guy and why should I care about him? What's interesting about him is that he's versatile. He played a lot in the slot. In fact, last year, he lined up, he lined up 247 snaps in slot coverage. He also lined up as a, as, a, as a reserve free safety with 109 snaps there. And when you watch this guy's tape, he does, he does a good job kind of filling in where the defense needs him. Just as like a, hey, go handle this role. You know, he's not going to blow anybody up. He's not going to make the spectacular play. But he's a guy who who seems like he's good at communication. Looks like he'll be in the right place at the right time. And he can help with depth. And that's what the Steelers really need in the secondary right now, right? If they don't get somebody to help behind the safeties, Terrell Edmonds and Minka Fitzpatrick, and one of those guys go down, whew, a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble, especially if it's Minka you know Terrell going down you could at least say okay Marcus Allen's still on the roster you could at least use him as a box guy and you could you could move some guys back and, back and all all around but minkin needs, needs needs depth too and you also need another guy who can help sort of take on that deep center fielding role man doesn't have to be elite but just some guy who can drop back and not be someone the quarterbacks say ooh throwing right right at him because he can't do anything and the reason you need that guy is so that Minka can kind of disguise what he's doing and sometimes jump into underneath covers, jump into seam passes, those types of things. And when you see when, when you when you see that kind of flexibility in the defense, that's when you start to see more quarterback mistakes. That's when you start to see the interceptions. The the oh, I was I thought they were in uh I thought they were in cover cover two or cover three, but they're really in cover six, and now they're now I'm throwing into the wrong seam here, and Minka's jumping the pass and taking it for a touchdown. Or I'm panicking and ah, let me make a bad. Like I, I need to change the trajectory of my pass here because I'm mid motion and I was I guessed wrong, and then that, that leads to a bad pass that it gets batted down or an or an interception. And that's what Mullet's about here. They need to find guys who are going to contribute. Now I'm going to talk about in, in the next couple segments about other guys they could look at because I don't think I still don't think they're done. I still think they have key things to address. Um. But this this could be the guy that they're just going to settle on is like, hey, you're the presumed guy who's going to be battling, have the lead in the battle for the slot cornerback spot on the roster. And that's fine. I you know, I, I think that you know they they could still serve to add more pieces. But I keep reminding people. Mike Hilton was undrafted. When he came in and took over at slot cornerback, nobody knew who he was. Now, this guy isn't, I'll tell you right now, he's not going to bring the run-stuffing and the blitzing and the the instincts that Mike Hilton brought as an extra presence. But I also don't think that's going to be as necessary because Devin Bush will be healthy again. And I really think Buddy Johnson is going to be stepping up in the role of of run-stuffing and being that downhill style of linebacker. And that's really where Mike Hilton came in to play the last few years, right? Because in 2017, when he stepped up, Ryan Shazier was the guy who was all over the place. But when he went down, Mike Hilton kind of found a place in the defense because he was that sort of Swiss Army knife that kind of just fit into several different situations and gave you speed to run with guys out in space and help stuff the run or or rush the passer. But, you know, especially when Shazier went down... They didn't have any any speed out there. It was John Bostick and Vince Williams and Tyler Matikavich and Robert Spillane and you know all these guys. You know, Listen, Gilbert, they hoped could develop into that, but he's just had too many injury problems. So I, I get people thinking like, man, you, you need a clone of Mike Hilton, but I, I don't think they might need that. I don't think they actually do need a clone of Mike Hilton. There's also still uh, Antoine Brooks and Marcus Allen, two guys who I think can help in some of these sub packages that we're talking about here. But you still need a guy who can cover. And that's the one thing Mike Hilton did struggle with, is when he was left one-on-one in coverage, sometimes he was getting beat by better receivers. We're going to take a quick break. we we come back, I want to keep talking about this situation and get to some of your topic bag questions, because they've been piling up. But first, i I'll work with my friend Jennings. Hey Steelers fans, listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text DRAFT, that's D-R-A-F-T, to 231231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testestophan, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus... Text now, and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back in shape absolutely free. Nugenics Total Tea is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. And like the TV ads say, she'll like it too. Again, text DRAFT to 231231. That's DRAFT to 231231. Message and data rates may apply. BetOnline.ag. The only place that we trust here in the Locked On Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, On, All capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Locked On Steelers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Continuing this fine Monday, May tenth here, we're talking about the slot cornerback position. Again, the Steelers have signed Arthur Mollett, so um, you know, again, I think it's a decent depth signing. It's a one year deal. It's meh. It's not gonna cost you much. You bring him into camp. If he does great, great. If he doesn't, oh well, you really didn't lose that much. But this is going to be a twofer in the topic bag because uh, these two questions kind of came in close close to each other, um, and they are and they're basically similar in nature. First of all, we have Pastor Joe Green who says, uh, Chris, great work. Love your show. I heard your podcast conversation on free agents, cornerbacks. That would be a possibility for Steelers. How about Brian Poole at nickel cornerback? He played last year for about 5 million. He still has a great game for the slot. What are your thoughts? Thank you. And then also similarly, uh, Randy Neeson uh, says, uh, Hey, Chris was wondering what positions are still, are still in need in free agency. Still now that the draft is over. Are there any free agents that you'd like? You know, those type of questions. Um, So, thank you both for your questions, uh, Randy and Pastor Joe. um, really appreciate y'all reaching out. Remember if you want to get your question on the topic bag, just send an email to L O Steelers topic bag at gmail.com. That's L O for locked on Steelers topic bag at gmail.com. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we, we got, and we got a few questions here. So first I want to talk about just slot cornerback and the potential free agents that are out there to clear the air about this. Um, so yes, there are uh, Randy and Joe. Uh, there are guys out there who I would consider potential free agent gets for the Steelers, and they still have a good bit of free uh, free agency money right now. I think they have about what ten, eleven million, something like that. Um, so like they could afford to sign a couple guys here, and I do think that the secondary is the place to address address things. Now Mollett could be a guy again who can float between deep safety help and slot coverage help, and that's good. But you really do need to have cornerback depth. And that goes for any team in the NFL. And right now, you're only comfortable with two cornerbacks on this roster. And that's Joe Hayden and Cameron Sutton. I know some people aren't even that comfortable with Cameron Sutton. But I am. i telling you right now, I think he's, he's, he's good for the Steelers. But there's still guys out there that you can target. Now, um, it's a good job bringing up Brian Poole. Because to me, he's one of the, he, he may be the best fit of all the options still on the table. Uh, for the record, some of the bigger names at cornerback that are still out there in free agency. Funny enough, Steven Nelson um, still out there after after he, hit, you know, the Steelers released him. There was this odd situation about, you know, you know if the, the, did he leave because of Cam Sutton? Did he leave because of this or that? We don't know. We do know that he's still a free agent. Um, and uh, it's been almost a week since officially the clock started on uh, teams not needing to lose compensatory picks for any free agent signings. Um, there's also Richard Sherman. Y'all know Richard Sherman, the the guy who was the Rhodes Scholar and the superstar of the late, the Legion of Boom for the Seahawks in the in the mid-2010s. He's 33. He's over the hill. So like, you know, eh, you know, he's, you know, but, but he'd be, a, I mean, sure. If you can get him, great. That's fine. You stick him out the outside cornerback position and be happy about it, but not for anything expensive um, right now because, again, you're trying to save money. Um, so those, those are two, two big names, but Brian Poole, he's he's another slot cornerback for the Jets and he's faster. Um, he's 28 years old, so he's right in his prime. Um, he's a guy that I think they can project and he only cost what the Jets $5 million. So last year, so he's a guy that I, that I could project seeing, okay, you could bring him in for a decent contract, let him play in the slot. And then he kind of leads the way with you at slot cornerback because Arthur Mollett, Uh, You know, I'm not so sure you want this guy having to play slot cornerback all the time because you want to keep the option open that he's going to be able to help again in with the safeties, help with Minka, help deep, you know, move around, be a guy that's not as predictable. And, and, And see, that's the thing. A lot of this with the X's and O's standpoint, and this is one of the, my favorite things to look at on film, is how much a defense moves pre-snap. How, what kind of different looks are they setting up? Because there's different tells. You know, there's tells say, hey, this team could be in cover two, but they're really jumping to a cover three. Hey, this team's doing cover one man. Oh, nope, this is just an all-out blitz. Uh, there's nobody deep. Uh, you know, there's there's all sorts of different things that you can do, but when you have versatile def- defensive players like what Arthur Mollett projects to be, that allows you to flex around a little bit. But you still need the guys... Who are in front of Arthur Mollett, Who kind, Who do set the tone and say, "Hey, I I am good at this role right here. You can put me here, and things are going to go well." And Brian Poole, decent slot cornerback, would be a good option here. Now, there's other corners as well. I, I'm not a big Darquez Denard guy. You know, he he's coming off the Falcons. He was a former first round pick by the Bengals. Ugh. Um, you know, that was that was the guy that some people wanted uh picked over Ryan Shazier. See how that worked out. Um, but uh. Yeah, so uh you know, with, with all with all things there, I'm not a I'm not a bar- big Dark Denard guy. I also don't think he's just a fit for what they need. Now there's Nickel Roby Coleman. Um he's another guy who could help in the slot. Um, he's coming, he's 29 years old, coming off of the Eagles. So, you know, he'd be, he'd be an option that you, that you could look at here. Then there's guys who have started on the outside and guys who's kind of been big names, but have fallen off Gary Conley, another former first round pick by the Raiders. I believe he's coming off of being with, with the Texans, not doing too well. Um, so he's kind of a reclamation project. If you could get him for two, $3 million. Okay. Maybe that helps there. And that's just your, your guy that you're making on there. And don't forget, I mean, we're still talking about Justin Lane and Brian Pierre, uh, James Pierre. Geez, I'm gonna call him Brian Pierre because of Brian Saint Pierre for the rest of my life. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Keeping it rolling, keeping it rolling. But y'all know what I mean. James Pierre, the guy that Tony Serino has a hype train for. Those, I get it. Those guys are still on the roster. It's not that they don't exist, but you still want to keep adding depth. You still want to be able to challenge these guys in camp. You don't want anyone to feel comfortable when they're coming to camp, especially at this position, because. When these young guys are coming in, they need to know, hey, I'm fighting for a job. And when you find, bring bringing that competition, that's when you start to see guys step up. That's when you start to see guys compete a little bit more, push a little bit more. Who gets up earlier? Who gets who's who's spending more time studying the playbook? Who's working to become you know you'll run with the run with the first team more you want to see that competition because oftentimes that is what kind of gets the cream to rise to the top. Um, but yeah, like I said, Gary on Conley, Brashad Breeland, those are two guys that could help on the outside. There's also DJ Hayden. He's 31 coming off the Jaguars. I'm not sure, sure about him. Um, but you, you get my point. There's guys out there who they could consider at slot cornerback here and just an overall cornerback just to help outside because you still need a guy Joe Hayden and Cameron Sutton most likely aren't going to play all 17 games this season. You still need a guy who's going to step in and help for a game or two or three or four. If one of those guys get hurt and that'll help again, that helps with the flexibility part because then if you have that guy filling in, you don't need your slot cornerback, say Brian pool or Arthur or whoever jumping outside every time. So cornerback is going to be tricky but there's another position that was mentioned in, the, in those top back questions well it wasn't mentioned but I'm going to mention we're going to talk about that position and what the Steelers need to do with it but first I want to talk to you guys about built Bar you need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day but also be good for you that's where built Bar comes in Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisps. There's so much to enjoy. And also... back here on the locked on Steelers podcast I'm your host Chris Carter continuing here with those top bag questions from Pastor Joe and Randy Neeson thank you both for your questions uh, again but another part of this is you know one of the part of the question was also what uh, where else do the Steelers need to look in free agency now I wouldn't be against them signing a free agent running back with experience just to add to the room. I know they got Kalen Balaj, but eh, you know if they get a guy that knows how to help shape the room, okay, that that'll that'll help because you need you need someone to kind of help guide Najee Harris. Um, even though he he seems like he's a guy that is going to forge his own path. Uh, again, Jenna Jenna Harn and I broke down. An amazing story about his past that we uh, that we featured on dkpittsburghsports.com. But uh, if you want to hear all about that and our thoughts and our reactions to it, listen to the Friday episode. There's a lot of great stuff on Najee. So running backs one, um, you know I wouldn't I, I wouldn't look past the Steelers maybe adding another offensive line prospect uh, or just like you know a low a low signing. But the big position that I think they still need to keep an eye on is edge rusher, because right now it's really T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, and Quincy Roche... I mean they got Cassius Marsh, but we all saw how that playoff game went down. And just no, you're you you can not have that guy as part of your you know, your second or third option behind the the starters. Now, there are some guys still available. The, the, the tricky thing here is though, with edge rusher, oftentimes when you get a depth edge rusher, especially the Steelers, they want to use him like they're trying to use Arthur Mollett. The other thing I thought I forgot to mention about Arthur Mollett was he's also a special teams guy played a ton of special team snaps that's how he kind of hung around in the nfl until he got more snaps on defense and backup edge rushers the same thing you want a guy like like the way ola adini was you want a guy who can show up on special teams be committed to an assignment commit those roles and and, you know help help that team move along make it so that danny smith you you ain't you ain't got to worry about things so that kind of you know if the if you rule out that type of player from signing with dealers that would rule out a few of the top guys who are still edge rushers that are available in free agency right now guys like Justin Houston guys like Melvin Ingram both both of whom are guys who have done pro bowl seasons but both are also 32 you're not asking those guys to help on um on special teams I'd say Olivier Vernon similar category he just turned 30 so there's that as well um you know, there's other guys you know, with bigger names like Everson Griffin. I wouldn't do him. That's just, that's not really the style you're going for here. Maybe a Trent Murphy, um, but again, I think I think you're starting to look. You got to look down further down. Now, some some one guy that Jeff Hartman, who came on the podcast on Thursday, brought up Ryan Kerrigan, 33 years old. But Ryan Kerrigan is is a guy who he's always been one of the guys I thought was underrated in the NFL because he played for Washington because he wasn't you know on a playoff format team, but he was tough and there were times that he gave he gave people fits and i saw like he's a guy that if you if you put him as as your third or fourth option at at the edge you might not be mad at and, and again i wouldn't be mad at either you're giving a shot to Justin Houston or Melvin Ingram i'm just not so sure the steelers are doing that i'd steer stay i'd steer clear of adrian Claiborne. um i don't think vic beasley's done enough um to really warrant it um but there's certainly guys that you could be looking at here that you're saying, all right, you're coming in, but you need to understand your role right now is specifically just coming off the bench, being being a force, just being active, being you know going kind of going crazy at the uh, at, at off the edge, you know, just be give give really good hard nosed snaps so that TJ and Alex can get their can get their breathers, because again. The Steelers need to be able to plan to say like, "Hey, there's gonna be a couple of weeks where one of these guys are down, or or you know, hopefully not, but both of them may be down at some point. You gotta be prepared for those situations, and at least have comparable backups. And, and again, it's you know, this isn't saying they need to go out and spend a whole lot of money when free agency started, but now again, you're 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 done with the the, the rush of free agency. Now everyone's kind of looking at each other, seeing who's gonna make these these big moves." That's where I see. That's where I see a, a really interesting opportunity with the Steelers in this in this position here. You know, but again, I'm I'm looking at younger guys. I'm looking at guys who maybe are looking for a job or looking to prove something. You know, a cheap option might be Isaiah Irving, 27, coming off the Cardinals. Again, nothing crazy. Just like a eh, you know, you're there. Believe it or not, Anthony Ciccolo and J. Rowan Elliott, two former Steelers, are still available. They, they might be emergency signings. Like, oh, you know what? It's, it's June or July. You know the system. Get over here. We're going to work you out and see what happens. You know, Chris Smith... Guy from the Raiders, another person that could fit that mold. Uh, you know, yeah, he's he's 29 years old, and that's that's the whole thing. You're kind of looking for guys that are, are are still in their 20s, still got some juice to them, and aren't guys that just okay. You're only going to be filling this role because you're 32, 33 years old, and at, at really at the back end of your career. And again, you also don't want to crush your salary cap right now. But I think it's very doable to find that guy off the edge. And it's going, be, it's going to be a name that you probably aren't familiar with, and you're probably going to say, oh, man, I needed the Steelers to get Melvin Ingram or Justin Houston because I've seen those guys' big names. It's like, listen, I, I have a lot of respect for those guys. If they got those guys, sure, that's possible. That's just, that just it, it hasn't been the Steeler way. Now, could the Steelers the Steelers' way take some tinkering? Yeah, sure. They do it all. They, they do that all the time. People said it wasn't the Steelers' way to trade for Mick Fitzpatrick, even though I was kind of sitting here like mm, maybe it could happen. And People were like, Nah, man, get out of here. And then it happened, and I was like, so, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, the Steelers will break the Steelers' way if there's a if there's a good opportunity out there, and we've seen other teams do this. Add a, just a, a just a, a an older edge rusher who's just there for depth. The Chiefs did it with Terrell Suggs a year or two ago. You know, it's just like, hey, just get over here. Just when we ask you to step on the field, do that. That's what James Harrison was really in 2016. And it worked out because without him, they might lose to the Chiefs in that AFC Divisional round. He was beating up on Eric Fisher, a first overall pick. So, I mean, I, I'm i not, that's the thing, I wouldn't, I if it was me, I'm not ruling out those guys, I just, I don't, you don't often see them go and make that move, they they go for the young guy, the, the mid to late 20s guy, who has bounced around a little bit, and you're saying, okay, well, we see some merits to you, let's get you out here. But that's why, again, addressing our top of question, that's why I think edge rusher is so important, because you're going to need, the Steelers are all about bringing the pass rush, and they need to keep their, their top pass rushers fresh, so you know, when you get to the second quarter and your defense has played, you know, if they've already played, you know, 30, 40 snaps and they're getting a little winded, you need to be able to get those guys off the field and say, hey, take a breather, get some water. Here's these guys who we won't be mad at for about five to 10 snaps. And they're not just going to be, the the, the the opposing offense won't just be like, ooh, we're running right at that guy because he can't stuff the run. You don't want that situation. You do want a guy who's going to be out there, and the and the and the offense, they you know, they'll stick to their plan, but occasionally this guy will make a play, or at least he just won't be the victim that they they exploit to make a play, and that might make the whole world difference right there, um. So that that's why I think uh edge rush is so important but you know tight end that's locked up now you got you got Ebron you got Fryer so you don't got to worry about that running back is another place where I could say okay a veteran bringing in you could do the same thing with offensive tackle you know uh you know maybe another center if you're if you if you want more help um and kind of push out J.C. Hassenauer as an option you know but you but they sign a whole bunch of random offensive linemen you know before the draft I think that they're They're, they're, they're going to be cool with that, but yeah, slot cornerback, maybe some more safety depth and, you know, edge rusher. Those are two top concerns. I think they're done signing dudes on the interior defensive line. They drafted louder milk. You know, they got camp, they got cam, they got to it. They got, uh, they got warmly. They got a Lulu. They're fine there. They're going to, they're going to be fine there. Wide receiver? We know they're good. So that's why I say slot cornerback depth at safety edge rusher those are the places that they could still serve to sign some more guys and keep an option open but we'll be talking more about that all this week i know the draft's over but stick with us we got a lot of fun to do and that fun's going to continue when tony sereno joins for a tony tuesday tomorrow on the show be sure to get to to listen for that because he's always a lot of fun he always has his conspiracy theories his hype trains I'm sure he's going to have something else great, for, great in store for us here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Thanks again for listening to the show. Remember to subscribe to us. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the Odyssey app or anywhere. podcast are hosted with the greatest five stars with a positive comment and you get a shout-out at the end of the show. Thanks again for listening. Be back in the ears tomorrow for another Tony Tuesday.